0: So what I want to talk about today is what I believe happens when the spirit world or the guides are looking for new mediums and I think I'm going to clear up a lot of confusion for a lot of people because I believe that the guides are quite often looking for mediums because uh, we are in a grieving world and when your spirit people go over there, they really want to make contact again somehow so that they can let you know that they're okay. And unfortunately, a lot of you are either living in the future or you're living in the past and you're not in the current moment and you don't know how to look for signs. And so you guys just sit around and you feel really, really bad and you just miss your people like crazy. So therefore, the spirit world has decided that they want to wake some mediums up and they want to go and basically, you know, check out who's there, who has ability and who hasn't. Um, I think some of us choose to be mediums before we're born and I think that it's up to the guides to initiate contact with us, okay? Um, Unfortunately, though, I think that sometimes the guides are very unsuccessful and that's the truth because I think that what happens is that we are so indoctrined with fear of the spirit world, particularly since the beginning of Christianity, that we are so scared of spirit that when they come a-calling so that you can assist people to heal, then, you know, you get scared because that's what you've been raised to believe, that there is a devil, that there are demons, that there are evil things, that spirits can hurt you. Now, just by saying that, I want to know how can a non-physical thing hurt anyone? Like, there's not physical. They're non-physical. Spirits are non-physical. They don't have a body don't have strength in that respect. They are non-physical, so they cannot hurt you. So, anyway, back to the story. So, basically, I believe that the guides go out and they look for people, and the first way that they initiate um, contact is usually clair, clair, but with clear audience. So if they think that somebody may maybe they was a past life thing, and maybe they were going to be a medium this life, they're going out to check out their mediums, or maybe they have found someone that's suitable to be a medium. And they found that because they found out that that person was indeed clear audience. And they find that out by calling your name. Um, You may hear your name being called from outside. I certainly did. Um, I used to go and have conversations every night for quite a while. I mean, I've had some really weird things happen. But anyway, um, I just want you to know that I found that it was completely um, weird at first. And I'm going to talk about that in a second. But I believe that the guides, the first thing they do is they start to call out your name and they start to let their presence known. They let their presence known because they make their energy bigger when you are in the room um, and they let uh, parts of their personality out. Now, a lot of these spirits, they really want to know that you've got enough nettle to be a medium because you have to have a lot of guts to be a medium. I don't care what anyone says. Um, If you're going to have fear of the spirit world, um, well then therefore you are not quality mediumship, um, material. I have to tell you that. So, you know, they, they do try to, and I, I, and I don't think they even try to scare you at first. I think, I don't even think that they even try to scare you. I just think that you see something or think you see something or they let you know that they're there. And because you're so indoctrined. With um, old beliefs, you immediately go into fear mode, and therefore, what is just a simple contact becomes a very scary thing for the person involved because they they that they've never been approached by a spirit before, and the only reason that they've approached you in the first place, I just have to let you know, is because. They have realised that you have clear you you have clear audience abilities, particularly if they have called you and you have responded in the right way. Then they will try to um, scare you a little bit, or to they, they don't try to scare you. They just be themselves, and you react in fear. Okay, it's not until some people get curious about these people that keep talking to them that they can't see, when the fear turns into curiosity is when they can become and start to consider you as a medium if you display curiosity instead of fear. Because all along you've got to understand that spirits are non-physical. They cannot physically hurt you, okay? Okay. So when a lot of people have these, these these first contacts with spirit, you know, it can be your name called out or it can just be the presence being felt. You know, some of them are a little dramatic, you know. Um, I've had the bed shaken. I've had um, knocks on the windows. All that stuff freaked me the hell out. But I've had all of that type of contact. Um, and, they, and And there was a reason that they were doing that with me at first, the reason that they were doing that with me... ...was because they needed to get me well. Because when they met me, I was in the middle of a nervous breakdown. So I suppose what's a good way to fix that... ...and that's just to make scare the crap out of you, right? Well, that's what, you know. They didn't really scare me though... ...because I was type of like curious, if that makes sense. But at first, I have to admit... ...it was a little bit frightening until I got curious. And I got curious very quickly... I didn't wait years before I got curious. I got curious. Um, I was very much a loner, very much a recluse in those days. So I suppose I was a perfect person for them because I wasn't going out amongst a lot of people. Um, I was also fighting for custody of my kids. So the last thing I wanted was the people to know that I was not only hearing voices, but I was seeing spirits and I was – so I I didn't really want anyone to know that I was having these experiences – I just wanted to keep it to myself, but I was curious. Oh, so curious. I wanted to know how they were doing it. Was it people? What was the trick behind this? Because I originally, for a very long time, thought it was people that were doing this. Okay, I thought they were playing tricks on me. And that's fair enough. That was just a state of mind I was in back then. Anyhow, so what I'm saying by saying all this, is that a lot of you people, you you have these paranormal ex- um, um, experiences, you have one-off and you get so scared that you immediately think that it's evil and that it's such the wrong attitude to take. If you are someone who is hoping to be a medium, one of the things that really annoys me in this industry, and I'm going to say it, is that mediums, healers, whatever, psychics who really keep on pushing on to their clients – that there is something fearful about the spirit world. There is nothing fearful about the spirit world. But when you implant your own fears into your innocent clients who may be there just to connect to someone they love, when you implant your own fears into them, you are not doing service to spirit. You are doing disservice to spirit. And it may be little wonder if you did once have a gift that you start to lose it because they're not going to work with people who are scared of them and, and that, that is a number one and I know I've said this before but it's an absolute truth. Now, the gentleman that emailed me, he started having some experiences with spirit and to me, I thought they were pretty basic. I'm, I have to admit that, mister. I have to admit that I thought that was pretty basic. I, um, um, he did have a video recording with his name being called um, you know, th- they do start to test your clairaudience very quickly if they, if they start to choose you. Now, I, just, I got my name called every single day and I would actually have full conversations with the spirits in my backyard at this time because I thought that was I, – I don't know why. The very, very first – the very, very, very first words I heard was, Mummy, mummy, your life is in danger. And it was my daughter. I know it was my daughter now. At the time, though, I was just like, wow, what the hell was that? But that was the very first contact I had from spirit that I can say led me to where I am today. And the feeling I had was one of fear, of worry, of concern, and that should have been. I was in a bad way back then. And I could feel this swirling of cold around me. And I knew it was my daughter, but I couldn't understand. I couldn't understand. I was so unwell at that time. I had just recently lost my kids to the family law courts. But then the contact continued and someone who called himself – well, first of all, he called himself Michael, which was weird, and then he changed his name to Peter. and I stuck with Peter because they don't actually have names, the spirit world. They have symbols, and I know that's hard to understand, but it's like it's a musical symbol that they have. And this um, – Peter, he started to talk to me every night and, to, and he started to heal me. And that's all I can say about that. It took them a couple of years to heal me before I was ready, before they even revealed who they truly were. But, you know, guys, I, I could see them, I could hear them. Sometimes when they were really upset with me because I kept going back to my bad ways, you know, I had some problems. Um, so when I would be really good and I would straighten up and lose my problems and everything... Um, I had addiction problems, they would be really good and they would be gentle again and they would talk to me and they would heal me. And then if I slipped up again, then they would come back in full force and it was very, very scary for me. So that was when I decided to get rid of my problems altogether to see if I could get rid of them altogether. Because, you know, I didn't just have one voice one time. I had many voices for a long, long time before I even knew or considered who they were, I honestly thought I was going insane. I honestly thought that I was a mental patient. I honestly thought that I had some form of psychosis because of my habits. And, um, and I, didn't want it, I did not want the world to know that because I was trying to get my kids back. So I decided to do the right thing and be good with that. But what happened was I gave up everything. I gave up the, the bad stuff. I gave up the alcohol. I gave up the cigarettes. And I took up exercise thinking that, you know, and these voices and these visions I'm getting and these people I keep seeing in my backyard, they're all going to go away now. (laughs) No, they did not go away. In fact, if anything, they increased. So when I get people that email me and they tell me that they've had a couple of paranormal experiences, I think to myself, oh my gosh, they were trying to choose you. They were trying to choose you. They were they they realized, but but they realized that you had this ability, but you reacted in fear, and that is why they stopped communicating with you, and that is why contact was ceased. A lot of people, when they have this contact, they bring in priests, they bring in other mediums, they. And, and there's no sense trying to make sense out of a guide meeting. You're not going to understand who a guide is, okay? They're not going to reveal themselves to you. It was a long time before my family revealed who they were. In fact, <laughs> crazy, it was three years before I understood that my family, my brother, my grandfather, my dad and my daughter were part of the spirits that had been communicating with me. But looking back, I can clearly see it was them. My brother, for instance, had such, he had such a recognisable chin and mouth, my brother does, that there was always this one spirit that would wear a mask, similar to the mask we just wore for the pandemic. I could never ever see anything but that one's eyes, and I often used to wonder because there was always three that would hang around me, okay? So when I hear people talk about paranormal experiences and I think about what I went through before I understood what I was a medium and I built the trust with these spirits, you see, because I, I didn't want everyone to think I was a nut. I didn't want anyone to think that. Now, eventually what they did was when I finally got rid of all my bad habits, they started to work with me actively as spirit guides. Um, Up until then, they were just trying to get me to a place where I actually liked myself again, and that was a big effort. (laughs) That was a very big effort for them to get me there, but they got me there, thank goodness, and it was only until that they got me to the place where I stopped, stopped abusing my body, stopped abusing my brain, stopped abusing myself, that they started to work with me as a medium. First of all, they revealed themselves. I've told that story many times. They revealed themselves one day when I was at work and I realised it was my one, one of these buggers. was my brother. Damn it. Typical. <clears throat> I should have realised. Anyhow. Um, and then one day what they said to me, they said that um, I, they, they had got me the job at the Air Force Base. I told you about that. This is all paranormal experiences, guys, before I knew I was a medium. This is all coming to me through spirit and me just letting go and trusting them implicitly, Implicit, I can't say the word, totally. <clears throat> I, did, I trusted them one million percent, because since I started listening to them, my life started to get better, and it started to get better quickly, okay? So for those of you who are scared because a door slams to get your attention, or you're scared because they miraculously lock you out of the house. Or you're, you shouldn't be scared of that. That's just them trying to get your attention. They are cheeky buggers, you know. But there is no malice within them. Um, I've had people tell me that they, oh, they've got red eyes. Oh, hell yeah. They try the red eye stuff occasionally because they want your attention for some reason. If they are going to work with you as a medium, they need to get your attention. Now, once I understood finally that I was a medium and then they worked after that, then they, then they really did some hard work on my mental health and my um, helping me let go of things that no longer serves me, help me claim responsibility for my past actions in life. They helped me forgive the people that I needed forgiving so that I can move on because the last thing they want is a broken medium. So they, they took six months. Once I understood it was spirits, then they took six months to really heal me. Um, and when I say that they really healed me, well, if I thought it was intense before, it was nothing until this abs- absolute healing that they did with me. And then once <clears throat> throughout the healing, they started to train me to listen. They started to train me to listen with my body, with my heart, with my soul. And, um, and they were successful in training me to be a very accurate medium. I was a very curious, passionate student for them. And I did not ever stop being curious about these people, these weird things, this paranormal activity that was doing my head in trying to work it out. Um, And it wasn't until I let go and surrendered that it was all revealed. So what I'm saying is, is if you are a healer or a medium, or if you call yourself any of these things, you're gonna drop your fear of spirit. You're gonna do that for yourself and your clients. Now, I put something up about this demon crap the other day on my page, which I really regret doing always. I put it up. But I've been getting so many emails about people who've been going to psychics who have said they've got demons attached to them. People, don't. if you really are scared of demons, get out of the business. Don't, don't be a medium if you're scared of spirit. Just don't. Don't. They are pure love. If you really are scared of spirit, you've got to stop. You've got to stop. It is so unfair on you to inflict your views and your fears on someone else. How cruel is that to do that to someone who is simply coming to you for a healing, simply coming to you for reading. So if any of you are out there who are a medium or want to be a medium, if you are a practicing medium and you are still scared of spirit, Please, please go back and do more training and learn from your guides exactly who they are and what they're about and ask them to quell your fears. Because you can't be taking that fear into readings. Once you start taking any of that negative energy into readings, then the readings simply don't work or they become really hard to do. Okay, so all that fear is going to block you. Okay, and to be quite frank with you, a lot of of spirit guides don't want to work with anybody that's fearful. All right. So just as long as you remember that. Um, spirits are capable of doing little things like that. They're capable of, of making things fall. They're capable of trying to get your attention in any way that they can. And But if you react in fear, they're going to stop real fast, okay, just as long as you understand that. The only reason that they will not stop is if they know that you have the capability of being an amazing medium. But unfortunately, there is a fine line between mediumship and madness. And that is the truth that I am going to say, okay? So I'm just going to go back to this letter very quickly and and, and to read um, some of this stuff. So I'll be back in a tick. Okay, um, so this, this, this man that, that sent me the email, he had a lot of um, paranormal – not paranormal, he had a lot of contact. Mate, it's not paranormal. It's not spooky. It's not scared. It's contact. And so you know who I'm talking to. So I just want to say to you, mister, um, what happened with you was that it's either you or your wife must must have been um, either telepathic or you were open to receiving the messages. And I believe in your case that the guides were trying you out. And what I truly believe is that when you really – got frustrated and started bringing in other people and started to um, put a lot of fear into this, that they decided that they did not want to work with you. I don't know if it was the case where they did not expect your wife to react the way that she did, um, but... All I can say is is that your very first reaction, and even with all the, the in your email, um, you are obviously fascinated with the contact that you had and you're obviously fascinated with it. But unfortunately for you, you may, you may not have had the opportunity to, to explore it in a fuller way. I hope that makes sense to you. Um, but to be honest with you, I... Uh, you really have nothing to be scared of. And if you are Clairaudient or you do have clairsentience or you are clairvoyant, then they might have really wanted to um, to use you. But I, I don't – in I, I, one of your emails you said to me that you, you would like to know how to get them back. I don't know how you get them back when you've um, been so, um, you know, negative towards them. Um, one thing I've known since being a medium is that they are pure love and they are not ever going to hurt you. And they may do some little party tricks around your home to get your attention. Uh, But none of these party tricks really mean anything. It's not really, it's just getting your attention, guys. It's just getting your attention. They're trying to make contact. And unfortunately, a lot of you are just way too scared to receive that contact. And I think that's what they find out. So um, eventually they leave. Now, if you have had contact made and you don't want contact made, make it clear, like make it really clear that you don't want contact. Smudge your house if you want. But one thing I'm going to tell you all, and I want you to listen very carefully. If you have had contact being made, there is a very, very high chance it is one of your own relatives, okay? And they may be really wanting to make contact with you because they may be trying to draw your attention to a situation that is happening within your own living family on earth, okay? So they may be a little bit, you know, like, you know, not a great, but like, you know, intense with their contact, but they may be doing that for a very, very, very good reason. So if you have intense contact, just know, look at your own family first to see what's going on. Now, I also want you to remember they can't hurt you physically, full stop. I also want you to understand that there are no demons, okay? That just comes out of religious stuff, right? It's just religious stuff. Religion is just an ideology, it's only a faith that people have. The same as I have faith in spirit, but I've had so much contact, I can't help but have faith in spirit. So, just so long as you guys understand that there are no demons, there are no evil spirits. What you get confused with is because people are evil, but we've got to stop. We really have to get into the practice of understanding that there are human beings, there are spirits having a human experience, and there are spirits having a spirit experience. Human beings are an aggressive, power-hungry race, okay? Now, that same soul can go into a human body which are quite aggressive, humans are quite aggressive. I mean, look what we've done to the world. Look how many species of animals we've ripped out. We are a very aggressive species, humans, homo sapiens, very aggressive. So you've got to stop putting, because because you could be um, incarnated to another planet where it's a very peaceful species, same soul, okay? So just so long as you understand that Earth is the very aggressive uh, dimension here, And the spirit world is non-aggressive and non-physical. Okay. So when you think about people on earth being evil, that is because they are born into a more aggressive, into a more aggressive, um, like species this time. Okay. Anyway, if you have any questions, please email me. If you have any questions that you want answered, please email me. Um, I will not be doing a podcast tomorrow, but I will definitely do one on Wednesday. So, I'll chat to you then. I hope this has made sense today. I haven't been very well. So um, you all take care, okay? She talks to Angles. Oops, Angels. (laughs) You'll come back now.